0: Three, two,
1: one. And that was slower
0: than normal. What's going on? He's just messing with you, Laura. He's messing with your mind. I'm
2: just getting back into my groove.
3: I mean, the whole point about a countdown is that it doesn't have to be a standard tempo because it sets the tempo in and of itself. Otherwise, when when bands started and someone's like, one, two, three, four, it's like, hang on, that's different from the other song. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, Fuck off Mozart Which are Knowledge of music and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God.
2: laughs> oh, God, uh, there was a good. Yeah, <laughs> the like cut it. scenes of Amadeus aren't really don't really live up to.
3: Screw you, Beethoven, you fat dog. <laughs>
2: Shostakovich
3: can't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: T-shirt. <laughs>
3: can't spell it. C-U-N-T. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how you spell it, because it's written in like, Cyrillics, isn't it? So, any mistakes you make, you just say you're transliterating.
1: Uh, uh, that's exactly what I'd say.
2: <laughs> that's, I'm not sure that's, <laughs> that's the right asking. word, but anyway. 1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 526. Rejected sketch 759. People's Cars
3: Go on then Dan, tell us your reject story
1: mm-hmm. uh, This is a sketch, I picked it broadly at random There are two people in it Simon, would you like to be one? Why not? And Alistair, as you're next to
0: him on my Zoom screen, you can be too. Okie dokie, I can do that. It seems as though nobody wants to buy our super-polluting cars. What's with that? I know! Once everybody was happy to drive gas and a gas guzzling in pollution generator, but now they don't. People are really fickle. Over three or four generations. We could pretend our cars aren't super-polluting. We tried that, but we got caught.
2: Oh, yeah. So we could tell the truth and just admit they're super polluting. People like honest corporations.
0: But not as much as they dislike super polluting cars. What about hipsters? We could say they're retro. We could, but wouldn't they just buy an old one? We want to sell them these shiny new environment destroyers. Right, so what we need is a concept everyone can get
2: behind, where buying a new super-polluting car is obviously the better thing to do. How about tell them we
0: won't kill a seal? And so for everyone who doesn't buy one of our super-polluting cars, we will kill a seal? Well, probably not.
2: That sounds like a lot of admin. There are 16 at the local zoo, but after that you'd have to travel. I think people just assume that if they don't buy the car, then the SEALs get it. And you know they'd rather not take that chance. Buying a super-polluting car will assuage their SEAL death guilt. And if we say it's baby SEALs, we'll probably sell twice as many.
0: That's definitely how it works. People feel good about one obvious thing. They ignore more complex issues. Killing baby SEALs bad? Complex global environmental downfall? ignored. Which is why all our huge super-polluting factories are in areas high in
2: unemployment.
0: Ha <laughs> ha! I love that one. It's been working for decades. But hang on, isn't this campaign alluding to seal culling in the name of slapdash car consumers quite disingenuous? People like honest corporations.
2: Not as much as they dislike the corpse of a seal. We could keep one in every showroom, slap it on the desk when someone gives us that shit about... Popping back later after they've had a think about it.
0: True again. But some of will probably work out that we aren't killing any seals, apart from the 32 showroom models.
2: You think people will be upset about us not killing seals?
0: It sounds mental, but, but yes, I, I think they really will. Then how about our next slogan?
2: Volkswagen. We lied again, but in fairness, we were founded by
0: Hitler. I think that covers everything. Brilliant! Another twenty years of super polluting cars, and what's our strategy for twenty forty? I think just move to high ground. Oh yeah, the super pollution, right? <laughs> so another point. It's your round. I bought the last two. It's your round, or I eviscerate a squirrel. You monster!
1: Eviscerate
0: a squirrel is a great phrase. <laughs> well, hopefully it's a grey squirrel, then you you're doing the right thing. <laughs> 'Cause you're allowed to be racist against grey squirrels. It's the law.
1: <laughs> this is a quite a smug sketch. Yeah,
3: it's it's a bit newsjacky, isn't it? I mean that's why we didn't do it in the end. Yeah. I
1: think, I think the cool. real problem is that the two people agree with each other way too much. There's no tension in the sketch.
2: Yes, yes, there's probably something in that.
1: They're just going, Oh yes, that's a good point you make in that way. Yes, I did make it in that way, and I'll make it again
0: here. <laughs> You possibly uh, need a third character who's kind of... These two guys are agreeing with each other as if it's like a really good idea. And then the third character is basically going, what are you yeah. two talking about? Well two being two characters, one who are kind of back and forth, I think having an old man out would be funnier than having the two contradict each other.
1: Yeah. You need something for the idea
3: to bounce off. Potentially. But, but you have to think of some right. funny things to say, otherwise it would just be longer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I mean... You know, we normally can get tension in
1: by the fact we don't like each other that much anymore. You know, there's that, <laughs> and because we're not very good at reading the words, although both of you did a great job. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs>
3: we're not, was never quite sure what the next word will be. Um, I
2: was wondering as I was reading.
3: It had some typos in it as well, which you elegantly dealt with. Yeah. If you want, I can give you some tension if you'd like, M- mild tension, <laughs> mild peril, <laughs> as they say on the DVD box. We've had communication from a listener that isn't Tomas. Ooh. What? what? Is this
1: allowed? Sorry, Thomas. I'm back
3: in the game. Is this your wife or your mother? <laughs> no, it's not my wife. My wife is gives his wife lots of feedback and most of it is not fit for broadcast. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Thanks, Anita. Yeah. So this is um from Daniel Mitchell, brackets not this Daniel Mitchell, a different Daniel Mitchell, close brackets. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, and he has been catching up on the shows and um he very much enjoyed Electric Ian. Oh, that's uh, nice. He enjoyed the uh, the relentlessly poor gag, but what the reason I bring it up is because he says, this is some level of expiation for the obstetrics sketch, <laughs> of which he emailed me before, saying he was not a fan. <laughs> uh, and um,
1: he'd be right.
3: That's mm. fair. Thanks for writing in. He says, it made me chuckle at first, then the Gatling gun outburst of puns took over. <laughs> And I, I don't think that's a good thing.
0: Mm. He's not saying it was quick-fire
3: comedy. He's he like a war of attrition of the same shit
1: joke repeating. Well, it does sound like, in the end, it was a kind of Pyrrhic victory.
2: Yeah, I'd take that.
3: Um, OK, <laughs>
1: if you like. <laughs> we'll
0: take anything. Yeah,
2: yeah. we'll choose yeah. to interpret it that way.
0: Can Top we get really Tomás'
2: feedback on that? In like um, three months' time, yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. Cool. You. right in Thomas, <laughs>
3: assuming
1: you haven't died.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would he be dead?
1: I don't uh, know, just time be six, passes, doesn't his, it?
2: His reply will go out around about Christmas yeah. <laughs> right, if he replies. Stay
1: tuned, listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Maybe Halloween. To see whether like Thomas
1: has survived.
3: Or if you um, phone up Laura, she'll put it on a T-shirt for you. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> and broadcast true. your response around the town. Thomas, mm-hmm. brackets, still alive at time of printing T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just all have Thomas's face on a T-shirt for the next show. Well, I mean, he'll he'll be in the crowd, I'm sure. Oh. Ah. What, so what, yes. so we can quickly sketch him? I think that that's not going to be... We no, need to so be a bit more proactive if we're going to have t-shirts of his face. Cover pants. him in ink and then
3: just
2: yes, Just, <laughs> just like brass rubbing. Eve Klein.
3: Oh. yeah, Naked Thomas covered in blue paint and rubbing up against the wall. All right. All
2: okay, well.
3: okay. And, well on, well and on that delightful image,
2: <laughs> let's call that one done.
3: More naked listener chat next time. <laughs>
2: one thousand sketches in one thousand days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Alistair Turvit and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvit. The music is by the evenings. See you tomorrow.